Welcome to the Business of Agriculture, a podcast created to enlighten, inspire, and inform those who work in or depend on the world's most important endeavor, agriculture. Here's your host, Damian Mason. Greetings. Hey, friends. Thanks for joining me here on another episode of the Business of Agriculture podcast. I'm your host, Damian Mason. We're now available as an audio, which we've always been for like 140 episodes, but we're also available as a video. That's right. If you're listening to this in your tractor, car, truck, uh, even mass transit, although I don't think most of my listeners do a lot of mass transit, and frankly, I'm not even sure you're allowed to because of the social distancing and all this other stuff. But no matter where you listen to your Business of Agriculture podcast, you should know that you can also listen to it and watch it at the same time. That's right. Go to D Mason Comedy or just go on YouTube and type in Damian Mason. You'll find my channel and there's a playlist for the business of agriculture. There's also a playlist for my Do Business Better podcast. You can also see videos of me live and in action all at events around North America and you can see my agricultural commentary, uh, stuff that I didn't put on the podcast. So there's all kinds of stuff there. I encourage you to check it out. So we've got uh, a fun topic today. Um, I'm coming to you from my farm. That's right. I'm coming to you from my farm here in Huntington, Indiana. I was delayed getting back here. Didn't get back until the end of May. Was supposed to be here May 1st. But you know, with all the crazy stuff going on and states being shut down and whatever else, I didn't get here until the end of May. And uh, of course, things are behind and uh, it's, uh, you know... Mrs. Mason's out in the yard right now doing the work while I sit here and talk to you. But more importantly, I drove across the country and I flipped around a lot. And I tried to listen to a lot of stuff. I tried to pay attention to a lot of things. It's my comedy background. Comedy taught me to listen to a variety of sources. You know, hear everything, see everything, observe everything. Pay attention to stuff you don't even like. Uh, you know, from Mother Earth News to, to CNN to MSNBC to the Wall Street Journal, which is my usual go-to source. But anyway, I was flipping around. And, of course, I listen to some ag radio. And sometimes when I'm in small communities in rural America driving around, I'll just flip around the AM dial until I find the agricultural AM radio. So I like to listen to ag radio. But one thing, and on rural radio, they, uh, God, they're just over the top with this. Frankly, it's about tell your story, tell your story, tell your story. So that's this topic we're going to address today. Tell your story, tell your story, tell your story. If you sit still long enough, it used to be, as I pointed out in my book, Food Fear, if you sit still long enough, you will have somebody come up to you and tell you, tell your story. It used to be they'd come up and tell you how cheap your food is. Agriculture has loved that mantra for a long time. Cheap food, cheap food, cheap food, cheap food. And then it was feed the world, feed the world, feed the world, feed the world. And now I believe that because of the whole advocacy, and please don't ever refer to me as that. I don't like being called an advocate because it's not a word. I'll say, I'll take ambassador for the industry of food and agriculture. I'll take communicator, commentator. I'll take advocate, but not an advocate. Come on. Uh, just like I don't like the word infotainment. Damien, we'd like to book you to be our speaker at our next conference. We're looking for sort of an infotainer. I'm like, holy shit, you better find somebody else because I don't think I know what that is. Okay, so we're going to talk about telling your story because it's been very, very popular in agriculture for a long time here, at least the last five years. Tell your story. Well, it seems to have hit a fever pitch somehow here lately because I heard nine references to it driving across country. Tell your story. Tell your story. So we're going to address that topic. But I want to remind you before we go any further, 
The Business of Agriculture podcast is brought to you by my good friend, Nick Horeb over at Harvest Profit. If you don't know about Harvest Profit, uh, I'm going to read my script right here because I want to make sure I get this right. Uh, the Business of Agriculture podcast sponsored by Harvest Profit happened because he was a guest on this podcast oh, about a year or so ago. Has a great product. He's an innovative entrepreneurial guy that's not really an IT uh, engineer by trade. But he said, I see a need for something better for agricultural enterprises on how they can manage their business. So it's software. It's technology. He has over 600 customers in 22 states, 26 states now, and four provinces. So wherever you are listening to this, you can go on harvestprofit.com and find out more about their product. Their product will make you more profitable, help you manage your income and your revenue streams and your expenses, all the stuff that happens in any business, but it's specific to you, the agricultural enterprise. So check out Nick Horb's company, harvestprofit.com, and thank them for being a sponsor of the Business of Agriculture podcast. Okay, so I'm back here at the De La Rosa. That's what this is all about. And I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, Thinking about stuff out here on my tractor, grading my driveway, put the bush hog on, you know, doing all that stuff you love to do spring around your farm. And um, I'm thinking to myself, all right, I got to do something with this topic because I'm driving across country and I hear repeatedly, incessantly from these ag people, tell your story, tell your story. So it's become this popular thing and you'll see it on social media. And if you go to ag conferences like I get paid to speak, there's going to be somebody that says, you know what we got to do in agriculture? We just got to tell our story. We got to tell our story. I tell our story. Okay, that is fine, but there are two intrinsic problems with the tell your story mantra. Do I believe that we should communicate about our business? Well, heck yes. Look at me. I'm doing it. I go around. I, I talk about it. I, I, I am the go-to source for crying out loud for a bunch of my suburban friends. Hey, what's the deal with these meat plant closings? Hey, what's going on? Is there going to be an increase in prices? All those agricultural things, particularly of an agricultural economics thing. I explain. And you know what I always do? I always say, hey, take this podcast or this video and please share it with your non-agricultural friends because we in the business probably already get it. And that's the first problem with tell your story. Tell your story, tell your story, tell your story, as we get told all, all across the spectrum, is us-focused. And our customers are them-focused. My buddy Bruce Turkell wrote a book. It's called All About Them, How to Grow Your Business by Focusing on Others. Now, I get it that we want to communicate things about our business, and we need to. In fact, we sometimes just sit on the sidelines, and that's why this whole advocacy uh, concept came up a decade or so ago. The issue with telling your story is after a while... I, you know, I get it. Hey, farm wife in Kansas with a blog and, you know, guy that's down there in uh, Wisconsin who's got the, those are all great things. Telling your story. However, you might notice, and I'm not being a know-it-all. I've done a lot of things wrong in my life. I have learned because of my friend Brewster Kell's book and because I've been in business now for a long time and I'm 50 years old and I must have learned something, I've learned to always bring it back to them. So what I'm telling you is in the midst of telling your story, you might notice in some of my videos, and please do go look at some of them, I always say things like, here's why this matters to you. My one about the supply chain, when I used a paper towel, I crimped it and said, this is the issue right now. I'm explaining it to the customer. I wrote the book Food Fear. 
for our customers as well as us so that we would understand one another. So do our, our industry a favor when you're telling your story. It's great to say, hey, here's why we put bands on hogs or here's why we uh, put ear tags in cattle or here's how I go about uh, planting crops and harvesting mushrooms or you know, whatever the thing is. That's cool. It's explanatory. We know that the rise of social media has made it so that everybody now, they can go on YouTube and see something. Unfortunately, they usually see a lot of misinformation. They see a lot of stuff that, uh, you know, horrific stuff like animal abuse or whatever. We're spraying chemicals on fields and we're killing everybody, blah, blah, blah. So when you tell your story, be sure to bring it back to them. Not as I heard on rural radio, somebody that's a beef farmer in Tennessee going on and on and on and on and on about, we just got to tell our story, you know, we're out here raising this these meat, we're raising meat, we're raising beef, we're raising beef, good, cool, wonderful, keep doing it. Now tell the customer why they care, because customers care about themselves. Don't ever forget that. People care about themselves. You've been there, you've been there at your family get-together, and Aunt Gladys who was old when you were a kid and she still somehow seems like an old person, corners you and she talks about her ailments and she tells you about her hip and then her bunions and then, oh my goodness, and then she went to the doctor and never notice these old people, they talk about their trips to the doctor incessantly. That is what we start to sound like when we're always just telling our story and not giving the customer the relevance to them. If Aunt Gladys tells you that she just got diagnosed and she's going to kick the bucket and she's going to leave you all of her estate, oh, now it's about you. Okay, I'm being facetious, but I'm also illustrating a point. People care about themselves. When you drone on and on and on about yourself and why you do what you do, why you plant and why you fertilize and why you do this, after a while, it needs to be brought back to the customer. You know, I always point out, we're in a customer service business. We're in a customer focused business. Every business is a customer driven business because without customers, there's no need for us, right? So with that being said, let's make sure when we're telling our story, we always bring it back to the customer. Why would this matter to you? Uh, why do we need water in California and you think that the environmental groups are doing the right thing by letting it all go out to the Pacific? I'll tell you why. Agriculture is the number one uh, industry in California, let's say. And California is the number one agricultural state in the union. And why you should care is this is a very important part of keeping our rural economy alive. It's in some of these rural communities in the valley would not exist. You see, I'm using the California water as an example. Why you should care when I tell my story. Not just that I grow grapes, but I grow grapes and I need that water to make sure you have abundant, quality, white wine so that you can drink it with your friends and have a good time. It's made right here in America. We're not dependent on China. See how we made it about the customer? When you're telling your story, explaining how you do what you do in this wonderful industry known as the business of agriculture, just always remember to bring it back to the customer and connect the dots. This is something I've gotten a lot better at doing, and I think that we could all benefit from that. And so uh, uh, if you want to amend all this call for telling your story, it should be tell your story and make it about them. Remember, people care about themselves. Number two issue with tell your story. But before I get to that, 
I'm going to give you a couple of things. You're saying, Damien, you don't normally wear hats on this podcast. Eh, this time I am. Mid-Columbia Producers up there in Oregon. Been a two-time client of mine. I was just looking through my closet, and I'm like, Lori says, you got so many hats. I said, yeah, I do gigs. People give me hats. So if you hire me to do a speaking engagement, I'll wear your hat. But in the meantime... It's time to thank our sponsor, Harvest Profit, because it's going to be a shorter podcast. That's right. You know, I'm taking a little bit of a break from the heavy stuff. Trust me, next next week I'll be back with more meaty topics about what coronavirus and the economic disruption and now our feud with China. That's going to be on deck. But I just wanted to get this out there because about the ninth time I heard tell your story when I'm driving across somewhere in Oklahoma, I said, Lori, I got to do something with this topic. I don't know yet what. So here it is. HarvestProfit.com, you should go there, check it out. Nick Horeb, he's all over social media. He puts stuff on LinkedIn, but you know what you might really like about Harvest Profit? Sorry, vibrated the vibrated the camera right there. What you might really like about Harvest Profit is he writes an article about every week, and it's about business and about agriculture, and he's got some really good provocative, not always provocative, that's, the, that's not the right word, uh, insightful. He's got some really good insights and insightful takes on topics that will help you. So not only can you be a customer and use their software to improve your business entity, you could check out some of his articles, and they're not long. They're, they're not long. They're, they're you know, very well done, uh, three, 400 word type articles. So I encourage you to check it out. That's harvestprofit.com. It'll make your business more profitable. And he set this up to be, uh, to help agricultural enterprises uh, do everything you need to do. You know, cash flow, grain marketing, grain inventory. You can manage your costs. It's a software that'll help you do what you do, the business side of your farm or agricultural enterprise. Also, you can sign up and get a 14-day free trial. Think about that. You're not sure if you want to do it? Where Can you test drive a car for 14 days? Heck no, but you can use Harvest Profit for 14 days. Talking about telling your story, because we're called upon often in agriculture to tell our story, tell your story, tell your story, and that's great. I told you the first thing is make it about them. Don't just make it about us. Don't just carry on about why you gave antibiotics to those cattle. Make it about why you gave antibiotics to those cattle, and it's good for the customer. Uh, and about the, the the withdrawal, for instance, of how you don't put them in the meat industry until they've had a lot of time away from the antibiotics. And you do this because customer safety and consumer food issues are so important, vitally important, which is why we have the safest food supply in America. So have we treated some of our animals with antibiotics? Yes, but you know what? It will never affect you. Here's the best part. We're using about one-third as many antibiotics as we used to. You know why? Because we heard you, dear consumer. And we are responding. The, all of our agricultural enterprises are using less antibiotics than ever has been used in the last 50 to 100 years in this whole entire food production business. See, we told our story. We can talk about safe administration of using antibiotics. And we can talk then about what's good for the consumer, that we're using so much less of them, and that we make sure it doesn't get in their food supply. <gasps> Number two problem with tell our story, and this is really the bigger one, most of us that are outspoken agriculture people are willing to tell our story. Some still sit on the sidelines and uh, don't do a good job of it. But you know what? The younger people, people that are, you know, vocal, that's good. But the thing is, we go and tell our story to ourselves. <laughs> I have said forever, if agriculture, if the business of agriculture were a person, 
it would be the insane guy sitting on a park bench muttering to himself. Because that's what we do. We go to ag functions and we talk to ag people about how awesome we are. Hey, we're great. We're feeding the world. You know what? 192 bushels of corn out of that field right there. 192 bushels per acre. That's right. It's double what we used to get 40 years ago. We're amazing. Tell our story to ourselves. You know the old thing about preaching to the choir? We are amazing at it. And it's fine. We're a small little fraternity, you know, with so few of our populace that's in food production. You understand that to talk to someone who understands, it's going to be one of us. But we go on social media. You know, I'm going to challenge you. I'm, frankly, I hate Twitter, but I, I participate it because I have to. You know, I participate there. And it looks like they're getting more and more censor-oriented, so you better not put something out that Jack Dorsey, the president of Twitter, disagrees with on your hashtag ag Twitter account uh, because uh, he's going to maybe just not allow it. Anyway, go on Twitter. And go on ag Twitter, which I hate uh, because it becomes a bunch of people fighting and feuding over nonsensical horse shit. But <laughs> here's the thing. It's a bunch of ag people talking to each other about themselves. And so when we tell our story, who are you telling it to? You keep telling it to yourselves. And the thing is, I purposefully do a lot of outreach and say, please share this with our friends in the suburbs. And that's what I would like to see more from our uh, all of us, is just saying, hey, we can't just continue to tell this to ourselves because we got it. You know, I've said that forever. Working with some dairy people. Uh, and, uh, you know, being around dairy for all my whole life, uh, dairy has this thing. They tell their story by going to milk producer conferences and handing out magnets. Uh, you know, I've been in thousands of people's houses. Um, you know, many of them have had a refrigerator magnet that said something about milk? A few. You know what? They were all dairy farmers pretty much got them wrapped up. You don't need to go out and tell your story to other dairymen if you're a dairyman, okay? That's what we get wrong. We spend all of our resources and we say, hey, we're going to do outreach. We're going to go ahead and we're going to tell people how good beef is. All right, well, you don't need to tell me. I'm bought in. I got a quarter of it and I got a quarter steer in the freezer right now. I I'm a pretty well bought into it. So let's make sure that when we're telling our story, we're doing the outreach to the non-ag folks. And uh, and we can do that um, through our social media, but also just through outreach. You know, we, we always say that about bringing them out to the farm. Uh, I really think we need to do that more. And uh, one thing that I point out in my book, Food Fear, if you haven't bought your copy yet, you should do so. Uh, one thing I point out in my book, Food Fear, is that we sometimes say, oh, yeah, well, we're going to have folks come out here and we're going to tow them around an old John Deere 4020 on a flatbed hay wagon. And we're going to uh, we're going to have a corn maze. and We're going to do a pumpkin patch. That's cool. That's agricultural uh, entrepreneurialism. That's agricultural tourism, agritourism, as it's known. But it's not necessarily telling your story. Uh, one thing that I am making a bigger point to do. Let's continue to get out in front of non-ag people. And in fact, I think that's one of the best things we can do. Uh, maybe your chamber of commerce. Honestly, uh, I'm sure that there's a chamber of commerce nearby you uh, in the county where you live and work. You know, it'd be a heck of a thing. Say, hey, do you like do like monthly luncheons after this whole coronavirus crap is done? You do monthly luncheons. Yeah, we do. Could I come in and speak for 20 minutes about what's going on in agriculture? And again, tell them what you do, how you do it. That's great. But then say why it matters to them. Because in our county, 
agriculture represents this much dollars worth of economic activity because every farm has what we call the economic multiplying index. That's right, because that farm right there has so much cash flow coming in that then we had to spend money with the local elevator and we spend money at the local truck dealership and boom, boom, boom. Now you've told your story and you've made it about them. So giving you tips on how we can do a little better job. It's about communication, but it's also about realizing uh, who needs to hear our stuff. And I get it. I keep up with ag people because I know them and I, I listen to their stuff and I say, oh, okay, that's what you're doing out there. That's cool. But let's make sure that you're not just telling me and other ag people. Let's make sure that we're also getting our story out there in front of others. So uh, that's the gist of what I had on my chest after uh, 1,900 miles with Mrs. Mason Jack Lambert Mason, yes, that's my yellow lab, named after the great Pittsburgh Steeler linebacker, uh, who was a bit nuts, as well as Rosa, our beloved little black lab. So that's uh, that's what we did. We listened to ag radio, and uh, we listened to business stuff, and uh, we looked out the window, and here we are back at the De La Rosa. Excited to be so. I really appreciate you listening. Again, uh, check out harvestprofit.com and see what Nick's got going there and if he can help you with some of his software for any of your stuff that you do on a daily basis with your ag enterprise. I mean, let's face it, you, you know, I still use pen and paper for ideas, but I don't keep all of my business files on a notebook pad, right? You're bigger than that. You're a business. So you probably could use some software from Harvest Profit. Until next time, yeah, if you get bored, you should order up my friend Bruce's book because it's about business and it's about customers and customer focus. So, you know, it's also available as an audio book. So if you're spending a lot of time in a tractor, car, truck, salesperson, farmer, whatever, uh, all about them is available as, a, as an audio book as well. And um, it really makes it drives home the point that we are in agriculture, a customer service business. So that book will drive home the point of why we need to grow our business and the other part about telling your story, it's not just good PR, but again, when you make it about them, now they feel like they have a vested interest. See how that works? Oh, yeah. Like, for instance, if I just said, hey, I have a dry cleaner here on the corner, and there's a reason I use those harsh chemicals to get your clothes clean. And it's, you know, I, I just, I have to have them, so, but I'm an environmentalist. Oh, but here's the thing. If we didn't use those harsh chemicals, we'd have to use so much water. And then think about the water depletion. Oh, and here's the thing. Because we use these harsh chemicals, but we recycle them, we use them and we recycle them. And it's very efficient and better for the environment. That's good for you. Ultimately, better than, oh. And here's the other thing. We want to stay in business. So you have somewhere convenient to go so you can get your dry cleaning done. Ah, I just made my dry cleaner story about them so in telling my story you can do this with anything happy to help by the way if you're calling me up someday saying hey damien man i got this ag enterprise i want to tell my story because i'm out here getting rocked <clears throat> make it about them and by the way the one story that we've always told then about how we got to feed the world listen folks um we're not going to have 11 billion people, so you can stop with that one. Cheap food doesn't resonate as much anymore either. So I think that every story that goes back to customer abundance, customer variety, and customer orientation, that is a story that wins, right? How you can go to the store and get anything you want because in America, we have such an amazing agricultural system that we can produce this for you. 
tell your story and make it about them and tell it to somebody besides your agricultural friends. I'm Damian Mace. Until next time, I'll get into a meatier topic. I'm sure next time we'll probably have charts and graphs and talking about meat. Anyway, I'm not sure about that. Until next time, I'm Damian Mason. I really appreciate you joining me here on the Business of Agriculture podcast. Please, when you go to my YouTube channel, subscribe to it. I'd like to get more folks. The more subscribers I have, then the more you get searched, which means more ag, non-ag people will hear my stuff. See, it works good for all of us. Thanks a lot. Until next time, uh, we'll be here. It's the Business of Agriculture. If you've enjoyed this episode of the Business of Agriculture, please share it with your network. Be sure to connect with Damien on LinkedIn, like his Facebook fan page, and follow him on Instagram and Twitter. For speaking inquiries or to purchase Damien's books, Food Fear, or Do Business Better, go to DamienMason.com.